Welcome to the Child Discipleship Podcast. My name is Melanie Hester. Thanks for being here with me today. The conversation that you're about to listen to is one that I had with Ellie Holcomb. Ellie Holcomb has such a unique perspective in her role as an artist, creating music for moms, dads, children's ministry leaders, kids to come into the presence of God and to worship. And yet she's also a mom. And she is asking questions just like we are around how does our family navigate the culture that we're surrounded with? How do we help our kids know, love, and serve Jesus for their whole life? What does it look like for us to engage in our church as we together disciple our kids? This conversation with Ellie was originally recorded at the Child Discipleship Forum, where she led our community in a beautiful time of music and prayer and reflection, helping us to navigate all that we had heard. She's going to bring a little bit of that thoughtfulness and love here to us today. Here's that conversation with Ellie. Ellie, thank you so much for taking a little bit of time before you head on and to worship with us just in a few minutes at the Child Discipleship Forum. Um, We had the privilege of connecting with each other just a couple of months ago, and we talked about your music and the way that God has led you on such a beautiful journey to being and doing exactly what he has made you to do. And that includes not only helping a community of people who love your music to know and love God more through your writing. Mm -hmm. As a parent, you have also talked about how that now plays into the way you're discipling your kids. Mm -hmm. So how have you, knowing that God has given you such a beautiful heart for worship, what does that look like as you're mothering on a daily basis Mm -hmm. and loving those babies into the arms of Jesus? Mm, I love that question. Um, more and more as as they're continuing to grow, God continues to be kind to remind me that before um, I'm an adult with responsibilities, before I'm a musician, yeah. He has given me this beautiful job to be yeah. their mom, but also reminding me that I'm also, even though I'm a mom raising kids, that I'm His kid. And yeah. so I am grateful for that reminder every day because I think a lot of times that job of discipling anyone can feel, yeah. or for me, maybe this is just me, but it can feel kind of overwhelming. It's not just you. Okay. <laughs> it's definitely not just you. I'm like, this may be a little bit. I heard a friend say that it was overwhelming. <laughs> I have a friend ask it. No, yeah, it's no, all it, of is, us. it feels there are days where... And it's not all the time. There are times where I'm like, oh, yeah, I know exactly what to do. But there are moments and seasons even. Um, My oldest is 10, just for anyone who didn't hear our other conversation. My middle um, is 8, and then my youngest just turned Mm 5. And so there have been seasons with with each of them in different moments where um, I just am like, oh, I don't know how to best shepherd your little heart through this moment or through this season. And so one of the things that God is teaching me right now that I love so much, that is such a relief, is that I get to co-parent with Him. Mm. I am co-parenting with God. He's ultimately their father. And I'm also co-parenting with my husband. I'm very grateful for that. But um, he tours a lot. He's on the road a lot. And so we, he and we both find ourselves 
we call it solo parenting a lot. Yeah. I think single parents are absolute Amen. heroes yes. and I bless yes. them in the name of Jesus. Um, and I wonder if they know, if sometimes single parents know maybe more than, you know, mm. parents who are co-parenting together, mm. if they, they know this more than I have, because mm. it has been something that very recently is just such a gift to remember that, that they are God's yeah. children and I am God's child and, and he can help me yeah. point them back home. And so I'm, so grateful for that. Yeah. Um, it's so easy as moms to feel like, it, at least for me, and maybe again, I'm the only one who does this, but the task list is so much easier to like manage. And yeah. it's like, okay, we did this, and we did this, and the kids are at school, and then we picked them up, and we're moving into this the area of the, of the night, and like dinner happens, and bedtime happens, and then like you're breathing and taking 30 minutes to pick up the house. And then you look back, and you're like, um, have we talked about Jesus today? Or even like if one of your kid, like we had an experience last week where one, my daughter came home from school and I was in the middle of a meeting and she just wanted to talk about this one thing. And I was like, Nye! and the Lord graciously gave me the wisdom to just, it's Zoom y'all, just mute and turn your camera off. Yeah. You'll be fine for a second. And I got yeah. to sit in that moment, but that wasn't my natural instinct. Oh, to oh, yeah. sit in that moment with her where we wound up talking a little bit about Jesus. And so like as a mom, like how do you remember like I'm co-parenting with God. Mm. These are his kids when it feels like one discipleship and the honor of yeah. that yeah. is so heavy. Yeah. But also like they need to survive too. Right. There's you know, some physical like, needs that, yeah. that do need to be met. Yeah. yeah. It is. I, you know, um, I was just home with my little boy who had strep. He's better now. Thank yeah, goodness. Okay. Um, but it was in the midst of it, of a few days where I had quite a lot of work oh, and no. wasn't planning on yes. having yes. a kid along with me. Yep. Um, and I had to go to a couple meetings. So I had a friend come, you know, be at the house with him. So he wouldn't be alone. And when I came back, I realized that he had been on, uh, like we have like a Nintendo switch, yeah. which is a very precious thing because they don't get to play it a yeah. lot at all. And yeah. I think he had probably been playing for a couple <laughs> hours. <laughs> and so I was like, Oh no. Okay. Like the, maybe the whole time yeah. I was gone. And I was like, Ooh, okay. Um, that's new. And we all know it all, takes some time to then transition. After yeah. To that transition out. Term. So I was yep. like, Hey buddy, two more minutes and we're yep. going to put that away. Yeah. Well, later on in the day, we, we connected, played a game, a great game, an analog game of Battleship. Um, but it was so, later on in the day, I had to work again. So I set him up with his books and his Gatorade. And uh, he ended up interrupting, coming, mm. coming up and being like, Mom, um, he was trying to catch up on his schoolwork too. And he was supposed to write this whole you know, he's doing adjectives, so he's supposed to write six adjectives about himself. Yeah. And I was like, hey, buddy, I don't have time to help you with your schoolwork right now. Yeah. Mommy's doing this other yeah. work that she really needs to get done. I was trying to meet a deadline. Yep. But I just felt this gut feeling, which I feel like is the spirit. Yep. 
our very kind counselor. Thank God we would need a counselor. (laughs) Just like, thank you, God, for the spirit to just say, like, lean in, you know, right now. And um, and so I just put down what I was doing and I looked at the picture that he had drawn and he had drawn a picture of himself. He's supposed to do the adjectives and draw a picture of himself. The picture was him holding a Nintendo Switch and the he's reading graphic novels all the time. So I, was, I love that he draws like this because he has, you know, a little bubble coming from his mouth that says, I'm so dang frustrated. Oh. And I just was like, oh my yeah. goodness, buddy. Okay, first of all, this is really good for me. To, you're, what you're telling me is that being on a screen for that long isn't good. And that's yes. actually why we don't yes. normally do that because yep. this isn't good for you. But I was like, let me just... So all of a sudden, like his little teacher, just in learning adjectives, God was like, tell him who he is. Yeah. Help him know who yeah. I've made him to be. And so this little interruption where yeah. I just like, it's like that spirit thing that you just said, yes. where it's like being willing to be interrupted, to give your surrendered yes to where yes. God is leading you, wherever yes. that is in the moment. And there is some dying yes. and death involved in that to self. <laughs> yes. um, but to, to, to lean in. And so often when I listen to that, little voice of like I may need to stop here but it turned into the sweetest conversation about who God made him to be we erased that picture of him and his it it just it was like man I am so glad I didn't say I don't have time for you right now and there's grace to cover even those moments yep, when we don't when follow we do, those because yep. there are lots of moments. I'm, or I pray there's grace for the There is. There is. Because <laughs> there's so many moments where I haven't stopped. Um, but it, I think there is that willingness. I think that to be a parent is um, to practice, to be well-versed in, in learning to be interrupted mm-hmm. and learning to, like, your, for your plans, your best laid plans mm. to be like literally swept off. Yes. But, and it, that can be so frustrating and I can go what we're doing with my five-year-old right now. We're talking a lot about his very big feelings. And so he, there's this book called The Color Monster that we just yeah. read where they're yes. all mixed up and then they yes. put them into the jars. So that's been so helpful for us. So he saw me, mm-hmm. my, all my kids were needing something, my best laid plan of like, that was a good plan for our yep. family, you know, for that morning. Was getting shoved off the table by all of their needs and all of the shepherding that I needed to do for each of their hearts, and they all needed it at the same time. And my, you know, I was like, okay, guys, this is not what we had planned. Yep. And my little five-year-old discipled me. Like, mm-hmm. this is, and this is ultimately, I think, what we get the opportunity to do is just be human in front of them and run to Jesus in front yeah. of them. And so he was like, Mommy, you're red. You're red right now. And I was like, Oh, buddy, yeah. thank you so much for telling me that. And I was like, Mommy's going to ask God to give her patience, and I'm going to take a deep breath and ground my yeah. body, and we're going to start this conversation over. And so, yeah. so often when I look back on my mom, and dad, um, you know, like my mom didn't sit down and teach me to pray. Mm-hmm. She just prayed. She prayed when she was feeling impatient. She prayed when we were worried. She prayed when we lost something. She mm-hmm. prayed when, when we were fighting. And and I am so grateful for that. And so I think for me right now is is 
the how do you disciple your kids is honestly like going to Jesus in front of them and, yeah. and saying, when I, when I lose my patience, will you please forgive me? Yeah. I am so glad God is so kind to always forgive us. Yeah. Um, and, and we are going to practice forgiving each other too. And, and so we talk a lot about practicing patience, practicing yes. forgiveness. We celebrate when God is growing kindness in our hearts with little kindness beads. So there's all kinds of like embodied, folded into the chaos of all the things that we need to get done ways that are happening. It feels a lot more like that than sitting down at a classroom, yeah. you know, teaching I, them. I, I do. I think that's one of the things that I, the Lord convicts you the me the most in is like, Melanie, do not overcomplicate it. Like I want to sit there and I'm like, okay, we have this very so like we have all of these great ideas and plans and Lord, it's going to go exactly as it's going to be. And I've, I've designed it to flow so beautifully. Isn't this amazing? <laughs> and then my children enter into the, the actual context of reality and it's like everything wait, just blows up. Wait, I have to do this with humans? <laughs> right. Theory oh, is so be. much easier than practice. <laughs> it you is. Know? And it's funny because even then, like, we'll have those conversations with our kids. And I had one just last week with my daughter where she had this really big moment of fear at school. And so I was asking her, like, did you listen to that night song that talks about fear and how the Lord takes that from us? And did what did, like, what did the Lord, like, how, what verses? And I'm, I'm, I'm creating this thing of, like, Lord, how did you minister to her? And her response was, no, Mom. You know, I just thought about Nutella and whipped cream because that makes me happy. And the Lord just brought this moment of like, Mel, even moments like Nutella and whipped cream, I can make I can for her this. to feel my peace. Oh, I, I don't love have to overcome. I, I don't have to overcomplicate the way that discipling my kids might look like, because of what you just said, which is that as they see me sitting into the presence of God and practicing silence, knowing that the same way that technology like impacts our kids is how it impacts That's right. us. That's right. And when we sit there with Jesus, it's like they then start seeing that and developing those patterns. Um, something that shocked me um, about nine months ago as I was walking through um, a prayer uh, Bible study at church was that they encouraged us at the very beginning to create a space for prayer. Mm -hmm. And so it got me in this whole, uh, like, just question around, like, is my home designed for discipleship? And the answer to that is no. <laughs> and the Lord's brought me to this place of, like, how do I design our home so that, like, we can talk and experience Jesus? But as I went into my bedroom and I created this little space that I now call my prayer corner, it has my one of my very favorite plants in it, and it has a simple wooden chair and just a place for my Bible. What shocked me that I did not see coming was that my children started using it. I didn't even, I didn't even you like tell them to do that. I didn't. I and all of a that. sudden I woke up one morning, I was getting ready. The kids came in getting ready for school. And I saw my daughter sitting in the prayer chair and she was trying to light the little candle. And she's like, mom, I got my journal to pray. And I just had this moment of like, God, duh. Like you just need me to be with you. That's exactly and then right. you'll create the pathway for them to be with you. It's such, it's so, it's so beautiful. Like in some ways, like that story just makes me think the pressure's off. Yeah. Like he's got you. Yeah. He's got 
them. And and obviously we want to be intentional. Like it's so like you you created that space for prayer. I had a very similar, I'm in a similar kind of season of same thing. I think we were actually doing a similar Bible study. (laughs) Um, But as I created that space, I just had a birthday and my my husband took the kids to Dollar General to yeah. buy me birthday presents for oh. love. But it was so sweet, Melanie, because it was, they found a candle because they know um, I light a candle yeah. before I pray. And they got some prayer beads. Just that's kind yeah. of how I let them know yeah. if I'm in prayer. Yeah. And they still come in the of door. Course. But it still is. Of course. There is a sense of, um, of just living and being with Jesus. Yeah that I think when we remain, I think this is what I'm learning right now, is if I remain in the presence of love, yeah, um, it is impossible to stay the same. Mm. And that begins as I, as I soak in Jesus' love, as I sit with Jesus, it is impossible to stay the same. Yeah. It is, I change. And yeah. I think my kids are seeing that in yeah. me. I saw the same thing with my mom and dad as they yeah. practiced with everything, with forgiveness, with repentance, with all these things, they didn't sit down and teach me. They just lived them. And it was such, I'll never forget, um, uh, my mom and dad, my dad got, we got a a cancer diagnosis. I'll talk about this in the Mm. show, but, um, no one is ever ready for that call. And I was honestly just more than anything, so scared. Mm. Um, and this is, I'm an adult with kids at this point. Um, and my mom's birthday was the following week. And she said, for my birthday, we're having a worship night. Hmm. And I was just like, okay. She was like, I want all our friends to come. We want to tell them what's going on. And I'm like, you don't even know what's going on. There's so many unknowns ahead of you. And she was like, no, we're going to, we're going to gather. We're going to eat. We're going to pray and we're going to sing. Yep. And I was like, okay. Well, I was standing on the very edge of the room that night paralyzed with fear and I had the privilege at the privilege of watching my mom and dad in the center of a room inviting all these other people including like the guy who sprayed her house for bugs this is my mom like she's like mom we're having prayer and worship night the next night she's just like a welcomer um which is a beautiful thing that she's passed down to me because I just watched her do it um but she they were in the middle of the room and they were running into a very hard, dark road ahead of them with their hands raised in the air, praising God. And I will never forget. It was, it felt, they didn't say, you're invited to do this too, Ellie. The very act of them doing it was an invitation. Yeah. And it was an invitation that ultimately I couldn't resist. I ended up in the center of the room that night, and we experienced um, the presence and the peace of God in a way that will mark me for the rest of my life, because mm-hmm. it's that backwards, upside down, the peace that surpasses yeah. all understanding. Yeah. And that comes, Philippians 4, 4 through 7, rejoice in the Lord always. I'll say it again, rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Don't worry about anything but in everything through prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to God and the peace of God that transcends our understanding will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. They could sit and teach me that verse. That command feels hard to me. Rejoice always. You're like, really? Really? In the middle of a cancer diagnosis, Mm -hmm. you want me to praise you? That almost feels like cruel. 
But I love that God knows that following that command, that instruction to rejoice always is the Lord is near and we experienced his nearness in a way that I'll never forget. Mm -hmm. Um, And I, I am, I guess I am looking right now and asking God right now, how can I follow you? How can I give a surrendered yes? How can I take a deep breath and be a mess in front of my kids and come to you as a mess and encounter your love and goodness in front of them? How can I lead them to the sweetness that I've known in my, that you are in my life? And so that is, that is where I am. It is not perfect. It's I not. am far from perfect. I mean, what I just heard you recounting was that it's in those moments where you're identifying, like, I don't even, like you said in that room, you were paralyzed, but you've got your parents continuing to disciple you, and you've got the guy who sprays your house for bugs, who's like coming to join and worship and prayer. Like, those people are surrounding us. Each one of us, maybe we don't live close to our parents, but we have communities around us yeah. who come in and say, let's do disciple together. Let's move forward together as we pursue Jesus and his redeeming transformation. Which is like, like, and that's what helps fill the gaps when we aren't enough. That's exactly right. Because we won't be. We do it in the context of a village. And I am, I am so grateful for, uh, for our village. I think about our, my, our church home, Um, Tamara is our children's pastor and um, she has been so wonderful Mm. about just creating and cultivating community and we can't even go have the time our life is crazy our schedule's crazy Um, but knowing that there is a place of welcome and and really casting the vision that we get to do this together we get to hand our children the sweetest thing that they'll ever know together and so um one of the books that she has talked about um well she hands out books all the time she gives books to the kids all the time but even just like wonder like we read the book wonder as like yes families in the church and then gave questions to have discussions like she's just she sets the table so beautifully. What a practical, like, just, hey, here's a resource. Hey, read this. Let's this talk about it. Here's I some questions that. to talk about it. And let's talk about it in our small groups. Yep. And let's talk about it when we come to Sunday school. Um, but one of the things, resources that she pointed me to has been um, this book, Sleeping with Bread, mm. um, Holding On to What Gives You Life. And um, it is a new practice for me that I'm learning right now. Mm. But it basically talks about walking through examine yeah. with our kids. Yes, yes. Um, okay, what is that? Like walking through examine with our kids. So I am very new to examine. Okay, that's okay. I'm a great like, person to explain this because I am just learning. But basically, um, well, we do like high lows yeah. at, the, at the dinner table every yes. night. Um, and it's basically like a high low in the presence of God. Okay. And um, where, uh, what are you the most grateful for? Where were you able to receive love mm-hmm. today and give love today? Mm-hmm. And where were you not able to receive love and give mm-hmm. love today? And you maybe light a candle to just kind of center the moment. And it has been such a beautiful practice for me. Um, and I am just starting to shift our high lows in our yeah. family sort of into the presence of mm. of God. Um, a like fancy word for, for this would be like consolation. Yeah. We as humans on this yeah. planet and in yeah. a broken world, we know desolation. We know yeah. brokenness and loneliness yeah. and pain. 
um, we know that when it's caused to us, we know when we maybe cause that for other people. Yeah. Um, and then we also know consolation, yep. the love, the kindness, the beauty, the Nutella and yeah. cream. Whipped like cream. that would be yes. the Nutella and whipped that cream. Is consolation. It's consolation. And so um, sitting together and uh, helping them find a voice for where they moved towards God and maybe where they moved away from God has been yeah. such a beautiful practice yes. to begin yes. in our family. Um, and it helps. I don't know. I'm just so grateful for the way that she put that resource in. It's yep. been a gift to me and I've been practicing it even before I'm starting to practice it with my kids. And I, what a gift. I love, I love that idea because how many, I, I grew up with my parents asking like, what was the best part of your day? What was the high-low, right? Like, and they'd ask all those questions, but I, like, and of course my parents were probably doing that and I just didn't catch on at the time that they were helping disciple me in that moment. But I love the concept of, I'll ask my kids that like, like we rate our days and they'll give me kind of like this brief thing. I love the idea of them saying, okay, like let's, let's talk to Jesus about that and doing it in the presence of God like shifts this conversation to being able to say like hey God this is how my day went yes and it wasn't and, great right like and you knew that and you knew that and you were with me in that I wasn't yeah. alone in that desolation yep. and then it turns into ways that we can pray for each other like yeah. and ways that we can celebrate yes where we see God showing yes. up and where we see him showing up in each other yes. I just flipped our kindness bead we yes. celebrate God growing kindness yes. and love in our hearts and I just flipped um that conversation into rather than me calling out kindness just in them for them to look to for it each in other. each other oh I and love that it's almost like that whole verse if you seek you will find yes. and so they're looking yes. in a different way yes. um, both for kindness growing in each other's hearts but also they're looking for consolation and mm. they're acknowledging desolation I think I grew up in the church and I felt the need to be okay all yes, the time yes. to not struggle. And so I love this idea that even in our struggles, like we can come and bring yes. this together before God. Yes. There's no shame in that. And Absolutely. what a beautiful thing to come together in both the rejoicing, the consolation, yes. the joys, the laughter, the mercies that we experience, yes. even if they're small, like Nutella and whipped cream. Yes. And then also in the desolation, come together and say, we bring this before the presence of love. Yep so grateful. Yes. Uh, amen. The Child Discipleship Podcast is powered by Awana. Thanks to the donations of generous folks like you, Awana partners with 62,000 churches in 130 countries to make resilient disciples. When you give to Awana, you are investing in lasting faith. Young people who will engage the culture with the gospel and fearlessly lead the church into the future. To make a donation to this mission, go to awana.org slash donate. Subscribe to the podcast today so you never miss an episode and check out the show notes of today's episode for relevant links from this conversation, as well as information about other podcasts from Awana. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you.